welcome to this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast, where we talk about topics and resources that help you lead more to reach more. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. My name is Tom Bump, and I'm your host. Thanks for joining me, my friends. I am so glad to be recording this episode. This will be the final episode of 2022 in the Kid Ministry Collective Podcast, and I just want to thank you for being such faithful listeners over this last year. So many of you have made comments as you've joined the Kid Ministry Collective Facebook group or the Restoring Leaders Facebook group that you're an active listener of the podcast, and I am very grateful for you just taking a moment to let me know that. There are days I wonder sometimes if I'm the only one out there uh, recording this and nobody's listening, but it is nice to know uh, that you are listening and that it's making an impact, and I would love to hear from more of you. So maybe this season you'll take a moment and uh, send a message or make a comment, leave a review, uh, and let us know that you're listening to the Kid Ministry Collective podcast. We're excited for what's coming in 2023, and I'm excited because I know God's got some great things ahead for the ministry of KMC uh, Coaching, uh, restoring leaders in the ministry of helping hurting and burned out and overwhelmed leaders. Uh, We are just so grateful to serve you so much. And as I dive into this last podcast, typically in this season, and if you've listened to these last two episodes, you know I've been very contemplative and I've been very introspective and I've been very open and vulnerable with each of you of what struggles I wrestle with uh, as a leader. And uh, I just want you to know that it's okay to be in the messy of the holiday and it's okay to feel kind of out of sorts at times or just not feeling it. Uh, I saw a good friend of mine post uh, a great uh, blog post or or really just a comment on Facebook of just how he wasn't feeling all of the Christmas spirit. But you know, what we know is that even if we don't feel it, it doesn't change the the meaning of it. It doesn't mean that Christmas isn't here, that Christ hasn't come. He has come. And he's come to save us and to set us free from this world. And so this episode, I'm calling it the heart of Christmas, but also the heart of 2023. Because I think if we can get the right focus in our hearts about Christmas, as we enter 2023 as leaders, as ministry leaders, we can truly start to see even greater impact. And I continue to ask God for greater things, greater things for the KMC, greater things for KMC coaching, greater things for restoring leaders, and greater things for you, my friends. And so let's think about this heart of Christmas. Let's talk about it for just a few minutes. I want to share a few thoughts with you in this brief episode. And like I say, this will be the final episode of 2022, the heart of Christmas. Let me ask you, How is your heart? How is your heart while you're leading in this season? I know with just a few days before Christmas, a lot of us are in the throes of so much busyness, preparing for Christmas Eve services and Christmas Day services and outreaches and also our own family events, our team events. There's so much going on 
in our world. And sometimes we start to become like Martha. You know, remember Lazarus' sisters, Mary and Martha? And, and you know, I don't want to beat up on Martha because, you know, as I started thinking about it, as I was preparing for this podcast, Martha, she had one thing wrong, but so did Mary in some ways. Um, so I'm going to spin this story just a little bit, and I'm going to make it kind of a Christmas story because I want us to think about the whole idea that God entered into the messiness, and he enters into the messiness of our hearts. And really what is important is our hearts. You know, when when the Gospel of, of, of John, it starts, you know, in the beginning, you know, John starts with the whole, the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. God entered the messiness of our world to take on human form, to deal with our hearts. He wanted our hearts to have hope again, and to believe, and to see the light that He is bringing into the world. And when He came to to Mary, to, to Mary and Martha, and to come to Lazarus's home, and we see the story of how. You know, you, you you see it all the time that that everybody focuses on Mary and oh, she was worshiping and adoring, and then Jesus calls out Martha because Martha has got a bad attitude. But you know, I started thinking about her heart and realizing that what she got wrong was just that her heart. What she was doing wasn't wrong. Jesus wasn't criticizing her for being busy. In fact, maybe he even kind of gave Mary the side eye, like, hey, you really should be helping your sister. But what he pointed out was the fact that Mary's heart was focused on him in worship and adoration. And he called her out to say, look, Martha, you need a heart like your sister. You need to be worshiping and adoring and don't miss me in the busyness, in the messiness. I think if Martha had had the heartbeat of Mary, that had that heart of worship and love and adoration as she served Jesus and those in that house that day. Jesus would have never said anything. And honestly, Martha wouldn't have been so grumpy and complainy because really that's what it was, is because her heart was sour, because it was out of obligation and duty that she was doing those things, she missed the opportunity to worship the God of all creation sitting in her living room you know, it was her heart that was all cantankerous. It was her heart that missed the boat. But her acts of service, what she was doing was actually not a bad thing. And so I want to know, how is your heart as you serve? How is your heart as you work in the ministry? Is it a Mary heart or a Martha heart? What I would challenge us to all be is to be a bit of both. Have the heart of Mary, but work like Martha. And as God enters into the messiness of this season, it's even more important for us to have those kind of heartbeats, that we see people, that we're not so busy that we miss the opportunities to say a kind word, a loving word to someone who is working in a store or serving as a first responder or whatever we have, whoever we come in contact with, not just those that are inside our church buildings, but those outside our buildings. There is a time to sit and worship, but there's also a time to work hard. 
But if we work hard with the right heart of worship, what a blessing it can become and what beauty we can see and, and be amazed by it all. You know, Christmas is that time where we are to wonder and sit in awe of our amazing God. I pray that you have time and that you can make some time to sit at the feet of Jesus and then go back to work and work like Martha. You know, God gives us an opportunity every day that when we choose to follow and we walk in the light of truth, we experience God's grace that he gives us through Jesus Christ. You know, think about the last hard season maybe you've gone through. Maybe it was just the other day. And I want you to think about some of those things. What went wrong and why did it go wrong? But what would have been different if you could have physically seen Jesus standing beside you, shoulder to shoulder? Maybe in those moments where you said a harsh word, Jesus would have put his hand on your on your on your shoulder and said, "Can you try that again? Say it in a little different." Or maybe you're struggling with anxiety and fear like I've been. He would remind us to walk in obedience and that fear has no place that he was there to cast out all fear. His perfect love always does that. You know, God reminds us that when we follow him and we choose the light of truth instead of the dark, we see him. I want to encourage you to invite God into those messy places right now. I want you to invite God into the busyness of all that you have. And rather than listening to all the chaos and the noise and 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 getting so caught up in the in all of those things, I pray that you'll see him walking beside you, working beside you, telling you that it'll be okay if not everything is perfect. Christmas doesn't have to be perfect because only he is perfect, right? But what it has to be is an act of worship. Everything that we do. Jesus came in glory. His presence is all around us, full of grace and truth. Do you feel it? Do you know it? Are you living it? Colossians 1 reminds us that through him, through Jesus, everything was made and held together. His word is all powerful. And yet, it also says he chose to dwell amongst us, to put his dwelling in us and around us. He didn't just come to be relatable. He came to fully understand our world so that we would fully understand him. Let me challenge you that this present pain will give way to comfort and grace if we choose to live in grace and truth. So I want to challenge you. I want to encourage you as we wrap up 2022 that you would remember to just surrender the hurts, the frustrations, the fears, the anxiety, the doubts, the lack of whatever you're lacking, and just say, God, it's all yours. You are faithful. You are my rock and my fortress and my deliverer. I will trust in you. And I pray that in all of the stuff of Christmas, you'll worship with a full heart like Mary, knowing that the work of Martha has made it possible for more people to come 
to the Savior. Now, as we wrap up 2022, I want to encourage you with just some some leadership tips, some things that I typically would do as a children's pastor to help me get ready for 2023 in the right way. While I was in that heart of worship, I would ask the Father to give me clarity on my why. I know a lot of us will say, well, I know why I'm in ministry. I know my why is strong and secure, but sometimes it gets cloudy, and sometimes it gets more work-based than just servant-based. We sometimes focus on organizing and being administrating instead of being a shepherd. Uh, I want to challenge you to clarify your why. Why are you in ministry? What is most important to you? I also want you to, to clarify what's the real end goal for your ministry, for your children that come through your ministry, for your leaders that serve alongside of you. What do you want them to experience and grow. Why do you want them to be in your ministry? Why do you want them to serve alongside of you? And what do you want out of it for them in the end? Is it to draw closer to him? Is it to know him? Is it to take next steps and for them to become disciple makers and serve? Whatever it is, clarify it. Write it down. Every year I would start with rewriting my, my, my whys and my values. I would make sure that what I was focusing on also did not wrap up into my identity. I'm always, first and foremost, a son of God, a child of Him. That's my first and most awesome purpose of life, is that I know who I am in Jesus Christ. That's my identity. What I get to do is I get to serve him every day as a pastor, as a shepherd, as a pastor to pastors to serve you all. I want to challenge you to focus on leading with that merry heart, but working diligently and organized like Martha. So I want you to think about what are some things that you need to clean up in 2023? What are some things that you can do better as a leader to be more organized and to show your team that you're leading with wisdom and you're leading with thought, and you're leading with the Spirit's guidance. You know, I also want to challenge you. One of the other things that I would get clear as I was going into 2023 is how will I show that it's people over programs? How will I show our teams, our children, our families that it's people over programs? Sometimes we get so focused on having program, 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 program that we overwhelm the people. And then we wonder why we ourselves are burning out. I want to encourage you that as you get started in your 2023 planning, you build your calendar with people first in mind. And that includes your family, taking time to rest, getting some time to recreate yourself, to renew yourself. And that's not just going to ministry conferences, friends. A lot of us think going to a ministry conference is, is the answer to prevent burnout, or taking another course is the answer to burnout. But those aren't it. It's your relationship with Jesus. It's your spiritual disciplines. It's remembering your godly, sustainable pace. Do you have one? Do you know what that is? If you don't, uh, you need to check out Restoring Leaders because we teach that, and we show you how to get it and s- sustain it. 
Uh, the last tip that I want to give you going into 2023 is don't do it alone. Find at least one other person. If you're in a small church, find one. If you're in a medium-sized church, find two. If you're in a larger church, find three. And build into those people the heartbeat, the DNA of the ministry. Help them to see the why very clearly. Help them to understand the how of how it's going to be done, people over-programming, and that we're not just going to program to program. We're going to program to lead people forward in a discipleship process because we have an end goal in mind that we want to help families and children and our teams grow towards. You don't have to do it alone. You also don't have to be over overwhelmed. Uh, in the little survey that we did in the KMC, 68% of those that responded said they're feeling overwhelmed. If that's you right now, do you know you can get off the spinning wheel? You don't have to live overwhelmed. There are ways for you to knock this down and to manage it. And you must do that if you're going to stay in ministry for the long haul. If you need help, please reach out to kmccoach.net. Trust me, it's the most affordable coaching program out there. And I'm here to build a program that will help you knock out that overwhelmed. I lived for years being overwhelmed, trying to grab on to all the things of ministry and leadership and my own life and my family life. And I finally was able to find some things that helped me knock that down and to live at what I tell you is a godly, sustainable pace where overwhelmed does not beat me down anymore. I'll have busy seasons, but all my busy seasons have an end date. If yours don't, you need to get that fixed before you go into 2023 and it eats up your life. Lastly, I want you to live restored and lead renewed. You've got to plan your pit stops, plan for times for you to sit aside. Listen, no race car driver can ever make a complete race without coming into the pits for fuel, for tires, for, for correction on the vehicle. There's so much that needs to be done while you're racing this race of life. And we know that ministry never stops. There is no down season for ministry leaders. But you have to schedule pit stops, times to evaluate, times to sit in solitude and silence, times to sit and worship at the feet of Jesus before you get back out on the track. I want to challenge you as you start to look for 2023, how will you do this? When will you do it? If you don't put it on the calendar, it's just a dream. Make it a reality by scheduling it in. Even if it's only an hour or two, once a quarter, that you can set aside, you know your pace, you know whether you're feeling overwhelmed or starting to burn yourself out, losing your joy, getting cynical, getting grumpy, getting where you're not dreaming or creating anymore, you know the symptoms, and if they're there, you need to stop, and you need to evaluate, and you need to prevent that from happening because that's exactly what the enemy wants, my friends. He wants to wash you out. He wants to wipe you out. He wants you to quit in exhaustion and frustration. He wants you to get bitter. He wants you to get that heart like Martha where all of a sudden you're starting to look at everything else and everybody else and you're comparing what they're doing to what you're doing and, and you're starting to look at your pay or your title or, or whatever it is and you're starting to get that heart uh, uh, that is just cantankerous, and instead you need to stop, and you need to focus on the heart of Jesus, and you need to focus on your heart. 
So I want to encourage you to finish this year strong, but to set yourself up for 2023 in a stronger way. If there's anything I can do for you to help you with that, please reach out. Uh, I would love to serve you, to walk with you, to talk with you, to show you how you can join a coaching program or how you can come to a Restoring Leaders Retreat. Or very, very soon, we're going to have a personal retreat kit available um, that you can can take and you can purchase and, and take it on your own and set up your own Restoring Leaders Retreat. Uh, I'm so excited about being able to share this resource with you. Um, in fact, it'll be live at the kid, the Children's Pastors Conference in January and uh, at the D6 Conference in April, um, but it'll be available very soon, and I'm excited about sharing it with you because I want to help more leaders live restored and lead renewed. So my prayer for you as we wrap up this year, as I say uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and a Happy New Year to every one of you. My prayer is that we will go living and leading restored and renewed so that we can make a greater impact for the kingdom of God. Jesus is coming back. It's not very far off. Are you ready? Are you helping other people get ready? I'm here for you. I'm ready to serve. Just reach out. Let me know. Thanks for listening to this uh, podcast. Thanks for supporting it, encouraging it, sharing it with others. I so appreciate y'all. God bless you and stay tuned for another episode in 2023 real soon. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. We hope that it's helped and encouraged you. If you would support our podcast by continuing to share it with other leaders, and if you haven't already, hey, please subscribe and leave us a review wherever you listen to this podcast. We look forward to hearing from you how this podcast has helped and sharpened your skills in ministries. So let us know on your Facebook page or head over to kmccoach.net and share with us there. And thanks again for listening to the Kid Ministry Collective Podcast.